Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Average Joe's Daily Bible Study Podcast. I'm Aaron, and I'm here with my really good friend, Kevin. Kevin, would you like to say hi? Hey, everybody. Awesome. So, again, we're continuing on our topic of self-discipline, and today we're going to be in 2 Timothy. We're going to be in the second chapter, and we're going to read verses 1 through 7. So a little bit longer section today than we have been so far in this series. Uh, but again, 2 Timothy 2, 1 through 7, on the topic of self-discipline. Uh, before we get started, though, uh, Kevin, how was your day? Uh, my day was good, man. So I had a job interview this morning, and I got there, and I was like, and the the guy was supposed to meet me outside of the building, and he never did. So, um, it was fine because I get to spend time with my girlfriend. So that was amazing. Yeah, I'm always uh, about that. He ended up calling me later that day, uh, later today, and saying, "Hey, man, I'm so sorry. Something uh, very important came up, and I didn't get time to." let you know, but I still want to interview you. Can we do it tomorrow? So we rescheduled. Um, but it was good, though. I'm not even upset about it because I just got to spend some time getting breakfast with my girlfriend. And we don't get a whole lot of time together, so I'm always very happy. It's a good way for me to start my day. I got to pull out my nephew's tooth, uh, and he trusted me enough to do that. And that's really cool because he's seven years old. So for him, that's a big deal. And luckily, it was like already hanging by a thread. So I didn't even have to pull hard. I just flicked it once. It came right out. So, um, and then me and my nephew, me and my older, oldest nephew, older nephew, because I have one older by my other sister, but me and Enrique, my oldest nephew here, we went to the gym and we did max deadlifts today. And I did not do as well as I would like. I only got, I'm going to say it, it's a little embarrassing, but I only got 325 pounds. Um, so I should be way higher than that, but that's okay. Uh, but my nephew, man, he killed it today. His goal, his three-month goal that we set one month ago was 245-pound max deadlift. Today, he got 265-pound max deadlift. And I was so proud of him. He's been working hard, and he can do pull-ups now, so we did pull-ups afterwards just to kind of, you know, get a little little tiny workout in, not much because it's a max day. And he could do five pull-ups, unassisted, good-looking pull-ups in one set. And so, man, he's just keeps killing it. And, you know, you mean, Aaron, you know, when you see your workout partner killing it, it just gets you so hyped, man. And you're like, yes, get it. And so I had a great day. I'm I'm still running off that high. We just got back from the gym. I had a great day, man. God is great. God has blessed me spectacularly. My new phone, I broke the back of my phone, so my new phone is coming tomorrow. So everything... Everything's looking good, man. How was your day? Uh, man, my day was really good. Uh, so work again. Uh, I'm still doing some training. Uh, so that that was fun. We uh, we just did a great job today. We we met our goal uh, and actually had all our ovens emptied. Our whole thing was clean. We did a bunch of extra stuff. Uh, so our boss was really happy. Uh, I went out to eat lunch uh, my girlfriend uh, left her phone in my car because it needed charged and so I, I got to see the video of you pulling the tooth and it was actually the highlight of my day uh, just because uh, like again man all, all the times that we talked about you know you just getting out and being an uncle and being there for them and then getting to see that uh, and just seeing how happy you were and seeing seeing how happy it was just Man, it made me feel really good just to see that. Uh, and super, 
proud of you, man. You're doing awesome. Uh, that, that honestly is just the highlight of my day, man, was, was just getting to see you be Uncle Kevin. Uh, so I appreciate that I got to see that. Um, I kind of uh, took the day to myself. I watched a bunch of music videos, a bu- uh, bunch of worship songs that I've uh, not really seen before. So that's really about it today, man. It's been pretty mellow. That's good, man. I like a mellow day. You know, hey, thank you so much for saying that. I'm glad that I can bring a little bit of joy to your life. It's hard, man. It's hard to voice how happy I am just getting to be around my nephews. You know, the hard part is I have another nephew and niece up in Washington. And, man, I would I love to be there for them, too. And it's hard to n- knowing. But that's just part of that's part of life no matter what. No matter what your struggles or your path has been, you're going to have family that's far away. And that that stuff. I know you know that what that's like. You you know your mom is obviously not close to you, and so it's just tough. But I am so happy that I get to be here for my nephews, and like I get to see some trust building. You know, uh, the same nephew that I pulled his tooth out. Uh, he actually last night he he woke up, and he came and climbed in my bed. Now I was not too happy about it because I I'm only in a twin size bed right now, so there's not a whole lot of room, and my dog likes to sleep with me as well, but. You know, it just shows that they're they're gaining trust in me, and that's just super cool that, you know, I want to make sure I point this out. It's super cool that God is allowing that to happen and that God is building that in my life, you know, because all praise and glory goes to God. I'm super thankful. That's awesome, man. That's just, it's just fantastic, man. Uh, so, man, if you, want, if you want to pray us in, I'll uh, get you reading this scripture. Yeah, so uh, today is Second Timothy 2, 1 through 7. Um, so if you guys want to start turning churning there now, I will go ahead and pray us in. Attitude of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this podcast. God, we thank you for this chance to just read a little bit of your word every day and try to walk it out a little bit better. God, you have no idea. Well, you do. But other people have no idea what a difference that makes in mine and Aaron's life. That one moment that we get to come together as friends before you to learn about you, God. We ask that as we do this, that you guide us and that we do what you want us to do so that we might be able to share this moment, this beautiful moment that you've provided with others, God. We ask that you continue to help us in our podcast. We ask that you continue to help us in our, our daily lives. And we just ask, us, ask that you continue to keep our eyes on you because as long as we do that, we know we'll be doing the right thing. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so, Second Timothy, in the second chapter, I'm going to start at verse 1. I'm going to read through 7. Uh, I'm reading a, a new Bible that I've got, actually. It's a uh, an NASB. <clears throat> I don't know what that is, but got it anyway. <laughs> you, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. The things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. Also, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not win the prize unless he competes according to the rules. The hard-working farmer ought to be the first to receive his share of the crops. Consider what I say, 
for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Uh, so this obviously a longer verse than the last couple that we've done. Um, and reading over it, I read it over a few times today, um, and I was overwhelmed by the amount of stuff in it. Uh, I read it right before I called you. Um, still had the same feeling, and now reading it again, still the same. Uh, there's just so much in this, but as far as our topic of discipline, um, because I know some things about you, I'm, I'm going to leave one part of this alone, and I, I'm hmm. going to go look at verse 5, um, mostly because we, we, uh, uh, we're into athletics and sports and things like that, and this is just such a cool verse when we talk about self-discipline. If anyone competes as an athlete, he doesn't win unless he competes according to the rules. And I remember, <clears throat> I used to watch a lot of racing, mostly because my dad was a big racing fan. Uh, and a couple years ago, I tried to re rekindle that, I guess, uh, and tried to watch some racing. And there's just so many rules involved nowadays. And, and the thing that I happened to watch, the dude had won the race, but they found something in his car there's like specs that it has to be. And I'm sorry if any of our listeners are racing fans, and I'm an idiot, but I don't get it. Your car has to be a certain way, and it was like a sixteenth of an inch off on something, and and they took his win from him, took took his prize money, took all his points, didn't count it as a win. And when I read this, it's, it's weird that that's the example that comes to mind. There's a ton of examples we could use. But that one, and I think about what it must be like to put in three hours in a car, hot and sweaty. And if anybody's ever watched racing, they're all bundled up and they got all these clothes and they get, they're stuck in there for hours. Sure, it's uncomfortable to win and, and have it and be super excited and then be like, oh, well, you're a 16th of an inch off. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're out. <clears throat> Luckily, our salvation isn't like that. But what Paul is talking about here is drawing that parallel about the strictness that we need in our lives. He's kind of summarizing. He's, he's Before this, he's called them to faithfulness. He's called them to courage. And now he's saying, look, you therefore, and he goes on in this discourse, and he says, look, consider what I'm saying. The Lord is going to give you understanding in everything. It's so important to know that we are free in Christ. We, we've highlighted that. We have freedom. We've already talked about that all things are lawful. Not everything's profitable. There are consequences in life. That's just a fact. We go out and do something dumb, there's some consequences for that. We had a guy fired from work today. Not even been there a week, and he's already missed two days. There's consequences for that. He had the freedom to stay home, and he did, and that's what happens. And we think about like elite level athletes, all the rules that go into sports and athletics. There's so many, you have to do this, you have to, and now I've recently gotten back into sports and there's all kinds of lifestyle rules apparently in NFL, NBA, college athletics. Like you even have to dress a certain way in public appearances. You can't say certain things all these things if you want to continue to be a part of whatever uh, sport you're involved in. 
it's it's a hard parallel to draw, and I'm trying to find the words to because I don't want our listeners to get confused. It's not about anything we do. It's not works. We've already clarified that that our salvation is secure in Jesus Christ. It's about living your best life. It's about living the fullness that Jesus Christ died that we could have. And that means disciplining yourself to follow the rules so that you can have the best. Kevin and I are very familiar with this concept because we've been incarcerated. Hmm. We have a good understanding of what it means to follow the rules so that we can live free. We have the freedom to do what we want. But if we want to remain free and we want to enjoy our families and all the freedoms that we get, there are some rules we have to follow. It's not burdensome. It's not troubling. It's, it's what we have to do to, be, to live the best that we can. While the freedom is there, it's not profitable. Again. See, I, I like where you, where you took that, but that's not where, where I would take this. So I love this, this verse, right? But for me, I, I don't think that Paul is talking about necessarily the rules of the sport, but the rules of winning, right? For me, when I read this and he says uh, the victor's crown, except by competing according to the rules, I I believe that he's talking about the work that goes into getting a victor's crown. So not the rules of, like, let's say uh, an NFL quarterback, right? So when we look at Patrick Mahomes, we're not talking about Patrick Mahomes competing according to the NFL rule book, but competing according to the what he needs to do to get the victor's crown. So I always talk about this with people. I'll get emotional when people win championships, even teams that I don't like. And people are like, well, why are you getting emotional? But the reason why I'm getting emotional is because the rules that they had to follow to get to that point. When you talk about what Patrick Mahomes was doing when he was 13 compared to what I was doing when I was 13, or when he was 18 compared to what I was doing when I was 18. So we want to get the victor's crown in our walk with God. And it's not about following every rule that, that the Old Testament lays down or even every rule that Jesus lays down, right? But it's about putting in that work day in, day out. And that's where I get the self-discipline in this verse is we have to put in that work day in and day out like a, like an athlete. Only we're not training for a, a sports uh, spectacle, right? We're We're training for heaven and we have to put that work in. That's the rules we have to follow. The rule of getting in your word every day, of praying every day, of being in fellowship every day, those are the rules. So obviously, we want to follow the rules of the competition. We want to love thy neighbor, right? We want to love others as ourselves. We want to honor God at all times. Those are rules that we we want to follow. But we have to do the daily stuff to get to those rules, right? And that's what I get from that verse is the daily stuff, man. You've got to do that. Um, but real quick before we go on, I think that our listeners would like to hear this funny story that Aaron alluded to. Um, so when I was 22, I do believe, maybe 21, I got a tattoo on my left calf. And it's a beautiful Celtic cross. It is very beautiful. It's good artwork. It's done very well. But in it, it has the Bible verse, 2 Timothy 2.4. Now let me read you this. And it says, no one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Guys, I had such a limited knowledge of the Bible at that time that I literally just Googled Bible verses about soldiers, and it came up. And I said, oh, I'm a soldier, and I want a Bible verse on me. I'm going to get that tattooed. 
And now I like to look at it as like a reminder of how far God has brought me in the Word because now I know that that Bible verse did not mean anything like what I thought it meant. And so that's what he was alluding to in terms of staying away. Um, but when it comes to uh, competing according to the rules, I, I really do believe the rules that it takes, the rules of success is what he's talking about, not necessarily the rules of the competition. Because those rules of the competition will come if you're following the rules of success. In, uh, I mean, in three... In, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. In in Second uh, Timothy 2, 3, and 4, right, I do... I really like that. Join me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Right? And so we have to understand that with our walk comes suffering, and we need to be self-disciplined in that suffering, right? If you believe that walking... Uh, where Christ is going to lead you to a blissful life with no problems, then you're just wrong, right? We're supposed to imitate Christ. If we're imitating Christ, we're imitating his suffering as well as, as his joy. And we have to understand that. But we don't get caught up in whys, right? So it says, uh, I believe that for means don't get caught up in the why. That's the practical application for, right? No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer, Right? We don't know why God is doing what he's doing. There are a whole bunch of things that will never make sense to our earthly minds. But God has a plan, and we need to trust that. Just like when I was in the Army, my commanding officer had a plan, and I needed to trust it. I didn't always know, but I had to trust it. All right, go ahead, Aaron. Uh, no, that, that's a great point. I, I like I, I like when we find scriptures that we can have um, two different outlooks on. That's always... Uh, really fun for me uh, I also want to talk about uh, you know the, the freedom aspect and then the training and what it takes you know to, to win a championship or anything um, so there's a, a I don't remember the exact quote but it's by a rabbi uh, Rabbi Harold Kushner uh, if any of our listeners ever get a chance to read any of his writings they're they're spectacular but he was he was writing about Christian freedom. Uh, and in there, he talks about the awe-inspiring moment um, in, in elite athletics or musicians playing their instrument and how people look at them and are like, oh, wow, uh, I wish I could do that. Like, like it's some mystical thing, and, and it's not. You know, When we see someone win a championship, it's because they've put in thousands of hours of practice. They've spent their childhood while everyone else was out playing, they were practicing. They were learning drills. They were doing things like that. Then uh, I, I, I play guitar. Uh, I don't know how many people I've asked that they, they have asked me, like, "Hey, will you teach me how to play guitar?" And I, I can't. Like, it's really not something that's teachable. Like, someone's out here making millions of dollars on guitar lessons. It's look. You can look at YouTube and look at the notes. To be a guitar player, you have to play. It, it's takes thousands of hours of practice. I, I could teach you all the guitar notes in probably a day. And you can write them down and have them. But if you don't put in the thousands of hours that it takes to get good, to get good with the transitions, and then someone can look at me play a song and be like, oh, that's beautiful. You're so talented. No, not really. I put in thousands of hours to get there. It, I wish that I was just so talented that I picked up a guitar and it came to me. Uh, there's a song I play 
it's a beautiful song by Todd Agnew called My Jesus. I played that song almost every day for an hour or two for over a year to get to where I'm at playing it. And it does sound beautiful. It's not some magical talent. I wish it was. Hmm. It's a lot of self-discipline and hard work. It's sitting down till my fingers hurt, holding the notes, concentrating on each chord that has to be hit at a certain certain place. Yeah. So it's just like you said, you know, that the work that goes in to getting that. So people look at that and like, hey, that's awesome. I wish I could do it. And you can. I encourage our listeners that any you can win championships. You might not win the Super Bowl, but you can hmm. win championships. You put in the work. It's a self-discipline. Yeah. It's every day. If you want to play guitar, start with the basic notes. But you're going to have to I think, practice every day. I think more importantly, though, uh, yeah, you you can do you can do anything you put your mind to if you put in that work. But Paul is specifically – we're not – Paul is using athletics as an example. I, I think Aaron is also using the guitar playing as an example. We're not – you need to be running the race of Christ as a, as if you're competing to win the victor's crown, right? And that's what Paul's talking about. So I just don't want anybody to get distracted on what our message is. And our message is, is that you need to put in that work. If you ever look at somebody and say, man, he's such a good example of Christ, Eric, Aaron's telling you right now, it takes thousands of hours of practice and messing up and falling on your face and getting back up and getting back in the Word and getting back to church and getting back with fellowship, right? So so that work, that self the self-discipline is being able to get back up and dust yourself off and go because you know that it's going to take thousands and thousands. If you want to wear that victor's crown in your walk with Christ, man, we get, we got to keep putting in the work, Right? It's never it's never done until we win that crown, and we're not winning that crown until we're with Jesus again, right? So get back up. Put in that work every day. <clears throat> Amen. Uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of cool videos out there I've, I've seen, and I've read a bunch of articles that kind of say the same thing, that you can be an expert in anything if you put 10,000 hours into it. Um, I, and I don't have a way to look, look that up. I could look... Uh, I'll find out the source um, of that, <clears throat> but there was a bunch of videos here a while back that said to be an ex- ex- expert in any field, it takes 10,000 hours of infield practice, and that's a lot of hours. <laughs> but w- when we do see these great people of the faith, that's what it takes. It, it, it's the dedication to get up and get in the Word. It's the dedication of, sure, I want to watch this this comedy movie that's R-rated because it looks funny and it's got some of my favorite people in it. It's a little inappropriate. I I, I should probably watch a, a positive spiritual message instead or listen to some worship music. It's making the proper decisions uh, to walk away from conversations we shouldn't be in. <clears throat> in. In those times where we don't have anything to do instead of going into default mode and just vegging out on soap operas or reality TV it's getting in the Word or putting on a podcast or the audio Bible or something. <clears throat> that That's what it takes. When we look at the uh, – there's it's great to read autobiographies. When you read uh, about Billy Graham, who's probably one of the bigger names that people would recall, and you read the discipline that he 
had in his life. It's astonishing to read the steps that it took to get to where he was. So that's it. That's that's my practical application is is to keep all this in mind and think about what it takes to be those those people that you look up to the most who are the best in their field, whether it be a boss at work, an athlete, a superstar, whatever it is. I encourage you to take some time this week to look up their story and find out a little bit about them and see what it took to get there. I think you'll definitely find with almost any of them, they didn't just wake up and get there. Their family spent thousands of dollars. I love country music. So I watch a lot of country music stuff. I'm amazed at the amount of families, like moms and dads, who leave everything to take their kids to Nashville so that they can make it big. And then they they do without for five, ten years while they're making their career, playing at little joints along the way, trying to make it big. <clears throat> That's what it takes. It's going to take giving up some stuff and put in that work. So uh, I just I just encourage our listeners to get to work. But know that God Amen. loves you. Amen. I think that, uh, so, I mean, Aaron wrapped it up beautifully, right? Practical application is understand that it takes takes a lot of work to wear that victor's crown, and we constantly got to be working towards it. Put it, get self-discipline, write down a schedule, get into it. All right, Aaron, you want to – whoop, let me let me slow my roll a little bit. Guys, we hope that you like this verse. This is a very great verse. I love this verse. There's so much that we can continue to go on in this verse, but we're going to cut it here. If you guys want to hear more about this verse, if you guys like what we said or have different outlooks on this verse, hit us up on Instagram, Avjo's Bible Study, on Twitter at Avjo Bible Study. That's Bible without the E. And Facebook, Average Joe's Bible Study. Hit us up, comment, let us know what you think. Um, we need we need your interaction. We'd love to hear from you and hear what you think. You can also text us. A simple text will help. Uh, we love you guys. We cannot wait for tomorrow's episode to continue on. I really love this self-discipline theme. It's really helping me out, and I hope that it's helping you out. Aaron, do you want to pray us out? Yeah. You ready? Heavenly yeah. Father, we uh, we again just thank you for this opportunity. We we just give you the glory and the honor for for everything that you've given us, for everything that you've done. Uh, I'm just amazed at the opportunities that you put in our life um, when we ask, when we make ourselves available. I just pray for our listeners now, Lord, that you'll just continue to give them wisdom and understanding and knowledge, that you'll... Give them a desire and a burning to follow you. I pray that you give us a desire and a burning to follow you better uh, each and every day. I, I pray that as we sleep tonight that you'll that you'll just give us a new vision and a new way to follow you better tomorrow. Uh, I pray that you just put people in our path that we can bless, put people in our listeners' path that will bless them and that they can bless. Uh, <clears throat> again, for our nation and for everything going on, only you can fix it, Lord. I don't even know what to say anymore. It's just in your hands. We just ask that you keep us safe through everything. Just give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Amen. All right, we'll talk to you soon then. Love you guys. Love you.